Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Foltz, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love is Blind Series 2, Episode 5. Now, Chris, I know we're going slow and the uh, reality radars have taken a bit of a pounding. Our ridiculous, uh, you know, everyone knows where it's going, but we make our predictions anyway, not knowing where it's going. Where would you like to start today? Well, I think we'll start, Dave, with the top of the episode. So Danielle and Nick, not really seen a lot of them. You know, Danielle had said about a demon. She'd lost a lot of weight, very insecure about the way she looks. Totally relatable to everyone out there. Um, and they've been quite nice together, no problem. But then we get this conversation where Danielle is not happy, Dave, that God forbid he was talking to another woman. And um, she decides to go and cry, but doesn't cry normally. She cries. And um, where does she cry, Dave, actually? Because I thought that was as the, the point where I was like, oh, I need to sit up and take a, pay attention to this conversation. You know, sometimes you just have to listen to what people are telling you. And if she's telling you I've got demons and, you know, I'd, I'd like to sabotage myself and all this stuff, maybe she's telling you the truth and maybe you should listen instead of just going into, uh, you know, comforting mode. Chris, we haven't really seen anything uh, negative, I don't think, with Danielle and Nick up until now. But Jesus Christ, this opening scene here, we're setting all kinds of red flags off. Danger Will Robinson. Honestly, he's gone out to have a drink. She was, you know, she had a bit of a dodgy tummy. It happens to all of us at some point. And uh, she had to sit this one out. But that's that's not great for anyone. But it seemed to me like she was doing the old Inspector Cluso and just spying on him and then getting all in her head and like, yeah, she ends up crying in the cupboard and it's like, fucking <laughs> hell. You know, and it's one of those, I think later in the episode as well, they try and have a, a dinner date and, you know, I'd say it went okay. You know, I think he smoothed it over, but things seem to escalate between these two quite a lot. And so I, I think, I don't know where I stand on these. I, I think sometimes someone just needs to sort themselves out before they can commit to, you know, a relationship with someone else. And she's clearly got a lot of baggage. Yeah, she has, to be fair. Um, I I think it's funny because when she kicks off with him and and he sort of stormed off, then he come back, then he stormed off again and the cameras are from a distance. So they weren't actually in the apartment. I don't know whether they were expecting it to be like a bit of an, an argument, but you're right. The dinner date, that was the one for me. She wanted reassurance and he just sat there. It's just like, well, I take it by your silence. But then he did get up and reassure her. But you can see this proper hurt in her eyes, David. There's something there that just will not, whether it's a raging jealousy or something, but there's something. I didn't think he'd done anything wrong. I thought he's been pretty stand up with her. And like you say, there's been nothing to, to have this. Now, I will say, it did feel to me, Dave, like it was sort of a bit like The Bachelor, where it was like, right, Danielle, you're up now. Show us your worst. You know, I, I don't know about mm. you, but it did feel a little bit, because this show's really polished. You know, we, we, I know I'm fortunate we keep doing it and, I, and I'm the worst for doing this, but we're comparing it to what we've been reviewing a lot of, which is maths, 
We've done Bachelor. We've, um, you know, missed the cardboard cutout Clayton. That's been and gone. But this is produced pretty similar to The Bachelor, isn't it? It's all top camera angles. It's all really well put together. You can see it's literally three, two, one action. Whereas maths, they, they put them in situations where it, they, they, I'm sure they reshoot things because you can't get it right all the time, but it does feel more organic at the dinner dates, things like that. This isn't, this is, it's a Netflix show, so it's going to be polished, but it, it, it just felt like it was like they were sitting on this Danielle time bomb. And then someone's just gone, right. We need you to be a little bit possessive, a little bit of this and action. And it just, when I, I wasn't completely convinced, Dave, I'll be honest. I, I think there's something there, but I, I was just sort of like, this doesn't sit right for me. I don't know why. It just seemed a bit off. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I took it pretty much at face value. The thing is, she didn't sit down and talk about something that had happened way off in her past and that, uh, you know, and, and then Nick says, oh, well, thank you for being open and vulnerable with me. And you know, and I'm happy to go on this journey with you. You know, so it wasn't all from the Bachelor playbook. It seemed to me that she was sharing some deep insecurities, some real shit. And he was getting quite frustrated by it because I, I, I was with him. I, I don't know what he could have said. You know, so probably he did the best thing, which was to not say anything and give her a hug. Yeah. You know, and, and she seemed a bit, I, I don't know, it's, she didn't quite flinch, but she didn't sort of melt into his arms either. You know what I mean? It, it, was, it was like a, a little bit of an awkward hug at first, at least. So I, I took it pretty much on face value. I think she's got massive insecurities. At the end of the day, it... <sighs> I say this with some of the contestants that go on these shows. It's like, is this really the right place for you? Is this really the right place to work out those things? <laughs> you know, <laughs> makes entertaining TV for us because, yeah. you know, we don't want the the vanilla kind of uh, happy couples that just turn up and tell us all how great it is. So we want different dynamics. We want people with issues getting together and winding each other up. But um, it just... It seemed to me that it's just like, look, you've, you've come on here. Um, you've tried to take looks out of the equation, you know, the whole love is blind experiment thing, but you seem to have this baggage around how you used to look and you're constantly in fear of whether you'll go back to, you know, having a few extra pounds or whatever. And then, you know, you're wondering about your partner and does he find some of the other brides or, or fiancés? more attractive than me and stuff it's like it's, it's not really it's not the place for me chris where you go and work out your issues <laughs> no day but <laughs> someone casting has gone oh this this lady's going to be perfect for what we need we need unfortunately Dave, it's a horrible thing to say but they want these sort of like emotional breakdowns don't they they want yeah. someone who's on a knife edge who, who could go either way and and it tells a story as well it tells a we need some drama here. So we need someone like Danielle because otherwise the show's going to be pretty crap. Like you always say, we, we, we call out the baddies and everything on these shows, but if you didn't add them, Dave, I mean, look at Olivia and, and even to a lesser extent, well, like last couple of weeks, tomorrow on maths, if they weren't on that show, it'd be pretty crap. Won't it really? Absolutely yeah. awful people, but it doesn't matter. Like Brent uh, Bryce in the last series, what an awful guy he was, but 
he was absolutely the centre of that whole show and how everyone wanted to watch it and why it got voted the worst TV show in Australia and everything because it was just a disgrace <laughs> of a show. But you can't keep your eyes off it, can you? So there is a lot to be said about this when they're doing the casting. They know exactly who they're looking for, Dave. They need that steady eddies, the ones who are just, they seem to have it all together, they're, they're just camp and then you need the firecrackers Dave and that's exact. that's what makes a reality show to be honest so yeah I'm I'm for Daniel being in the show I just don't know where this is going to go now the next few episodes and I know loads of people have already watched it ahead of us but yeah let's see yeah and I just don't think Nick's patience is not infinitely deep <laughs> I just think when she starts to go into that spiral actually probably just walking off is probably the only tool he's got in his armory to to because uh, there's just clearly nothing that he can say and i don't have any better ideas as to what you say some again sometimes on these shows you just say well just say this but she was just determined to you know go into this mental spiral about how insecure she is and everything. And, and you can see Nick's already, you know, on the honeymoon in Mexico, just getting really, really frustrated by it. But um, yeah, watch this space. They're, they're not as solid as, as what certainly I thought they would be. Now, Chris, what did you make to the uh, almost Top Gun-like beach volleyball scene? Um. Respect the dad bods, Dave. Got to say, you know, they're all <laughs> yeah. not they're not out of shape. You know, obviously Shane isn't and that, but yeah, I was thinking, yeah, this this old, they, they, at least they've not they're absolutely shredded within an inch of their life. The guys and I, I just think it was a setup. There was a few things going on. Jarrett and Liana, they, there's a little bit of something there, isn't there? Because he'd been speaking to Mallory the night before, and every and she'd made it pretty clear that Jarrett was her, her type normally, and Sal obviously had gone off crying and he was like upset. He, he wanted out of the experiment. There he seems to be in a better place, except for when he dropped her by the sea, Dave. Lucky <laughs> wish he went Fucking flying. No, that looked flying. painful. <laughs> <laughs> she went, I've lost me a contact and my eyes are hurting. And I'm like, Sal, she mate. Break her fucking neck. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she, she took it in good spirits. She was laughing about it. But we got the little thing about like, uh, Jarrett and Shane, great mates, all oh, the really extroverts. And, and Natalie had said it and Liana had said it like, the really, you know, I, 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 that's not me. And they, and they were just fooling around, weren't they? Like just being in a pair of, they're just mates really, just being a pair of lads like messing about. But I did, there's something with Shane. I cannot shake it. I try everything and I try to think, is he just a bit boisterous? Is he a bit thingy? But I think he gaslights Natalie, he speaks down mm. to her. When they're together, is that the, this laughing and joking? Everyone's commenting, what great chemistry they've got. These two are going to make it. We got up the last episode. I think Jarrett said, oh, what a great couple. I'm not buying any of it. Natalie is, is really insecure, which I can understand. She, she's she's been really open about her feelings. Shane, he's dead nice to her. They have a joke. But then all of a sudden, he doesn't like the jokes. He's like, the jokes are funny. And then he's like, you just keep joke. I'm like, I don't get it with him, Dave. I think he's sly. I really do think he's sly. And I think as soon as Shana comes back on the scene, Dave, he's going to be there like a rat in a drain pipe. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not buying the chemistry thing either. I think they're both going so out of their way to laugh at each other. Well, not yes. laugh at them, but laugh along with each other. But for me, they, they seem on completely different wavelengths. But they'll say something and then just laugh and then the other person will laugh along with them. And it's like, that, that's not 
chemistry. <laughs> you know, he is just a dude, bro, isn't he? I still maintain he's fucking Mr. Joshua. He is Gary Busey out of Lethal Weapon. His <laughs> fucking teeth accentuate everything. Um, yeah, and I don't know. Have you been on holiday? I mean, Christ, it's been a, been a while since I've been on a beach holiday, but... Um, I, I do remember actually being in Mexico and, you know, they're, they just go a bit nuts in America sometimes. <laughs> I say in America, Americans, when they're in Mexico, do go a bit nuts, right? They, they just go full on. Everything is 100 miles an hour. So if there's a bit of, you know, beach volleyball or whatever going, the blokes are like, whoa, yeah, and, you know, jumping up and chest bumping and all that stuff. And you can just tell, like, not everyone is into that. You know, certainly Natalie wasn't, but, you know, Mr. Joshua, he just doesn't get it at all. He just thinks like everyone is, is, the whole thing's a party and like everyone should be, you know, this boisterous outgoing uh, person and and join in playing the games. And it's like, again, it, it was just another example for me where they're just completely on different pages. He can go off, have his fun. You know, go, go play a bit of volleyball, be a lad. But like the way he's just trying to drag her into the game when she clearly is not into it at all. <laughs> I think it just it just said to me, it just lacks a bit of kind of emotional maturity and ability to read uh, what's actually going on there. And you know, when they're having that conversation, he he gets really angry, doesn't he? So he can't articulate himself that well. And then he just gets angry because he doesn't get it. He doesn't get what Natalie's actually saying to him. And so, yeah, it's, I still, I, I'm questioning myself, Chris, because obviously our our predictions have been called into question as normal. Uh, <laughs> but everyone has that hindsight; they know where this is going. But I can't say I've seen anything in this episode to change how I feel about Shane and Natalie. I just don't think I see anything with them, and it, it's just all surface level. I don't, I don't even know quite what Natalie thinks she sees in him. But I think whatever, I, I think what she sees in, it, in him is not really him, if that makes sense. It's the idea yeah. of him. Yeah. And, and you know what, Dave? You see, it, there was a little bit of hypocrisy from Danielle because obviously she, at the top of the show, we just mentioned about Nick and having a chat with this girl and she said you walk towards the beach or whatever you were doing or the sea or whatever. Do you think there seems to be an issue with her wrapping her uh, legs around uh, shake, Shake's uh, head when they were doing this little game and, and play fighting with him and stuff? There's nothing untoward there. I'm not, I'm not trying to make that sound sinister, but I'm thinking, well, you were having a pop at Nick for having a conversation, whereas you're sort of wrapping your body around Shake. It was, you know, and, and Deep Team Nick are having a chat about the relationship. I know a little bit of a settle, but I'm thinking you, that's, you know, even so, if, you, if, you, if you're drawing them lines to be that silly, mm. that he's not allowed to speak to someone, then why could he not turn around and say, you're a bit playful there? I'm not saying he should, because it's just a normal interaction, but it, it didn't really sit with me that at all. Mm. You're right in that there's absolutely nothing wrong with either of those two events. Yeah. But the problem is when you draw a line in the sand and say, I, I suppose there is one slight difference, isn't there? You know, Nick was out having a lovely time, 
while she was uh, pebble dashing the toilet (laughs) 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 and feeling at her worst. So she wasn't there. Whereas, like, when she's on uh, Shake's shoulders and stuff, like, Nick's there. So I guess that that is the difference. But, you know, it is... it. You just get into a silly game, don't you, when you start getting so up in your head and creating situations. But, you know, it's, it's one of the hardest things, isn't it? It's just trust someone implicitly. And you've gone into this very unconventional experiment where you don't really know these people, but you, you've sort of got to know them through the other side of a wall. And then you're just supposed to just trust them implicitly. And uh, I suppose that comes easier to some people than it does to others. So, yeah, yeah. I don't, again, what could Nick do there? You know, if he calls it out, <laughs> then he's just going to uh, be a bit of a dick as well, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, so it's a complicated one. But the, the main problem is, like, just crying in the fucking cupboard <laughs> that is the main problem because you're separated from your partner for three hours what what and it's true what, what did you think dave i'm just moving on slightly for the sal and mallory conversation later on the episode you know the where he was fuming with jarrett one like what what's going on it's more the guy code thing i think he was annoyed about and mallory's like well it's in the past you know, I, I, there was a little bit of flirt with her and Jarrett, but nothing too sinister. There was nothing where you were thinking, oh my God, they're going to split up or anything. It was just a, a conversation because they were, they'd spoke together. They'd seen each other in person. There was chemistry there. They just want to have a chat. So I didn't, I didn't see too much in that, but Sal, is, I, I get it. I completely get it. I completely get it. But he's like, why is he even having that conversation with you when he's with someone else? It, it did feel he'd let it go, Sal, and they were in a good place. And then again, he was like, nope. I'm not having that. Let me just have a chat about this. So, I mean, what did you think he was he was right to question her on that? I do actually. I, and I think I think she was pissed off with him because he didn't you know, he'd left it until after after the honeymoon and everything. So, yeah. she feels she said she feels blindsided and you know, she's like why are you bringing this up now? But sometimes you just need time to gather your own thoughts and feel the way you feel you know it was clear we saw the tears and everything he was really upset and they they were fucking really flirting weren't they you know mallory and and jared they weren't just it wasn't just a little bit of flirting it seemed like quite a lot to me and, and genuine chemistry you know i said it was devoid in kind of shane and natalie it, it did seem like genuine chemistry with jared and mallory and again i I think he's got more cause to be a little bit insecure, you know? And so if it's eating him up, then it's a difficult conversation to have, but I think you've got to have it. I don't think you can leave that one to fester and just wonder, you know, what's, what's going to happen. We all know how these things turn out in maths, don't we? When, uh, uh, two of the couples like take a bit of a shine to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I don't know. It was uncomfortable. I can see her point that, you know, he should have raised it earlier as well. Why is he raising it now? But I, I, I think it would be a poison to him if he left it and left it fe- to fester. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dave, that's a good point. Actually, it is a good point. And, and obviously I know we- 
they're in a different situation now because they've all got the phones back, haven't they? So it should get a little bit interesting. The actual couples can speak now and have a bit of dialogue together, can't they? So And they're going to mm. have this more real... It's going to be more of a real life together for these last few episodes. So I'm quite interested in where that goes. I think we did get a bit of Shane, um, Shana and Kyle, didn't we, having a, having a sort of coffee because they weren't there, obviously, after what happened. And it's still there in the background, isn't it? She's still going on about Shane. She, she cannot mm-hmm. let it go. You know, whether it's for the cameras or not, there is definitely something going to happen at some point, whether it's a conversation and, and Shane... I'll hold my hands up if he's just, if he's into Natalie and he lays it on the line and says to Shane, look, you've had your chance, it's over, blah, blah, blah. I just got a feeling we may see a few off-camera stuff. So I'm, it's not set the world on fire, this series, at all. About halfway through, and I know because of the other stuff we've had going, it's a slow burn, and that's mainly on me more than anything because it's just a case of watching them get it recorded. But it, I'm hoping this this leads into some drama that we need, some proper shit house cheating or something, Dave. You don't even know it in real life, but for the purpose of the podcast, we need this fucking stuff, definitely. I think maths has spoiled us, you know. <laughs> every damn, every week, you've got a commitment ceremony or, you know, and uh, a dinner party. And that's when it all kicks off, isn't it? You know, uh, in, so twice out of four episodes, it's kicking off. Whereas here, I, I agree, it is a little bit of a slow burn. Got to admit, was expecting a little bit more. So I'm, I'm hoping the drama does kick in soon. With Shana and Kyle, I just don't see these working at all. Whether it's it's because Shana lays on the line for Shane, I don't know. But um Again, Kyle, he, he just can't seem to read the signs. I, I think Shana's telling him pretty much that, you know, the things that were, in particular, the, the religion thing is the biggest thing, isn't it? And I, I don't know, he just seems to be, he, he was indecisive at the start, or, or um and ahhing at the start, but it seems like now, right, I've taken this path, I'm full on. And and this is a bit like Jessica. And what, what was his name? The little guy, the Lord Farquhar bloke? <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> Lord Farquhar. Was it Mark? Yeah, yeah Mark. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> he had the so, eyes, didn't he? Yeah. He, wasn't, <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't reading the signs. You know, even when he's putting Jessica to bed and she's like, oh, fucking Barnett is so sexy. You know, it's just like, oh, God, you old cheeky scamp, you. Um, it seems like that to me with Kyle. Not She's not a Jessica, but, you know, she's she's not into Kyle at all. And, you know, even you can see, like, he was ready to go, wasn't he? He was ready to share a bed and everything that first night. And so she's legged it. Um, and it's a fair enough explanation. But, again, he's just not really listening to anything that she's saying and so yeah i just don't don't see these working at all and and she's already made a mind up i think that the religion thing will get too much in the way but even without the religion thing i don't i don't see these two working anyway i don't really see a, a genuine chemistry there either no no i'm with you dave completely with you so dave we're going into episode six and we're going to get this one done a lot quicker definitely guys so don't worry um, I'll be straight on it to be honest because he's finally hooked me to go you know what I need to watch this next episode Dave so we're going to get on it and we'll get it done won't we so uh, brilliant stuff 
Um, if you want to contact us, guys, on social media at CDRealityCast, if you want to email us, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CDRealityCast. So today's roll call of honor, guys, is Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. We really, really appreciate it. And Dave, reality stuff just does not stop, my friend. I cannot wait for this. It's relentless, isn't it? So, um, yeah, we'll try and pick up the pace a little bit on Love is Blind and, and get this get through this season. But um, thank you very much, sir. It's another one in the bag. And have a good resty weekend, and I'll speak to you next time. Bye.